All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Woo! <laughs> uh, happy Wednesday. Welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Hi, Olivia Ooh, Benson. I love that. Okay. Um, Yes, uh, I teach pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the host of the show, uh, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together, like uh, registering your business with the state, um, getting your EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, making sure you have contract templates, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, hiring policies so you don't get screwed for discrimination. And I help you get all of these things established, okay, uh, so that you can grow with confidence and also do things like establish business credit or get a, a, a you know, a, a loan for your business, all right? If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for 15 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there's just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, all right? So that is why I am here. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance, and not just some legal guidance, you're looking for someone who can teach you the process as well, I want you to connect with me. How are you going to connect with me? You're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram. It is all over my page on Facebook. At linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. You can book a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. You can also download the free BizLaunch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. As well at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can access many of my video trainings and digital products. Like this month, we're focusing on business entities. So the business entities ebook is $9.97 and you can get it. It's like literally the top button. Also at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so that if you ever miss a live episode, you can watch it at your leisure. All right. And last but not least, at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can get show merch. So NPL Legal Dish Tees, they come in white, black, and navy blue. And also our mugs. Y'all, I'm not drinking from this mug today, y'all, because as we know, it is a celebration. So I'm drinking out of this, but you can get your um, your NPL Legal Dish tees and mugs at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, okay? But that is enough about my business. Let's get to the show and why y'all are here. So this is how the show works. Um, I pull stories from the news. Well, first we start off with our NPL Nuggets, all right? NPL Nuggets is basically um, a quick business or legal concept that I teach you uh, so that, you know, that, that, um, a concept that I think that you need to know and we learn it in a minute or less. As well, uh, after our NPL Nugget, we have stories. Now, where do I find these stories? I get them from news sites, blog sites. Uh, you guys send them to me sometimes. I love it when you guys send me stories because you always send something interesting. Anywhere I can find um, a, a, a story that has a lesson that we can learn as business owners, I bring it on here and we talk about it. So this is the time for you to get involved. I want you to participate. Don't be shy. Ask your questions. Give your comments as long as they are respectful. Okay. Um, 
Okay, so that is uh, enough about the show. I um, Before we start, I do have a couple of announcements. Um, so y'all know I've been talking about Clubhouse, um, I, and I've gotten quite a few followers from there. Um, I'm looking for someone to collaborate with me to broadcast the show on Clubhouse because right now I can only broadcast from Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and, uh, if somebody wants to, you know, work with me on that, just DM me. All right. Uh, second announcement. If you are interested in building business credit after you, uh, finish working with me, I have recently become an affiliate for the biz credit movement. Um, if you want more information about that, DM me and we can talk as well. Uh, any other announcements? Um, yeah, that's it for right now. Okay. So those are the announcements. But let's move into the show. I have been talking your ears off. Now let's let's get to why we're here, okay? All right. So, let's start off with our NPL nuggets. We have um we have been covering business entities for the entire month of January. We covered um we covered uh, what a business entity is, unlimited versus limited liability. We talked about sole proprietorships, partnerships, LLCs, and we talked about S-Corps and C-Corps. But today we are talking about something that is fairly new called a B-Corp, okay? Now here is what a B-Corp is in a nutshell. A B-Corp, the B stands for Benefit Corporation, all right? Um, B-Corp started in about the 1990s. Um, and they started because uh, there was a, a belief that corporations can bring value to society besides growth and profit, that corporations can actually, you know, be beneficial to society and, and provide, you know, social goods as well. So corpor- um, B corporations or benefit corporations, they are a hybrid of corporations and nonprofits, uh, and they can have social and environmental goals as well as, you know, profit goals. Now, one of the great advantages of being a B corporation is that you have a great, it's great branding because we all know that everybody's trying to be socially responsible. So it makes your company look good. And as well, if you are a B corporation, depending on what you're trying to do, you can get some type of, you know, government subsidies and deductions and things like that for being environmentally responsible. The disadvantages is that when you are a B corporation, you are scrutinized more closely. You have inspections every two years, uh, you know, and while you are a, a, a hybrid of a corporation and a nonprofit, you are still taxed. All right. So that is B corporations or benefit corporations in a nutshell. If you want to know about the full breadth of business entities, um, and you know, their advantages, their disadvantages and the differences between them all pick up the business entities ebook. It is only $9 and 97 cents in my e-store. Go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. And it is the very first button. Okay. So that took actually two minutes instead of one, but it's all right. Let's move on to our stories for the evening, okay? If we are ready, let me see a couple of thumbs up. If you're ready for our stories, let me see a couple of thumbs up so I know that we're on the same page. And while you do that, I'm going to take another sip of my, oh, you know what? Um, before, we, before, we even, before we even go there, um... Uh, hold on. Before we even go there, we need to talk about uh, what happened today. Who watched the inauguration? Mar- Margaret Massey asked, what's an example of a B corporation? 
An example of a B corporation would be like, okay, so here in DC, we have a chain of restaurants called Busboys and Poets, and they are, you know, environmentally responsible. While they are a restaurant and they're here trying to do good, they also promote a lot of social goods. So they have, you know, a bookstore that is able to, you know, be there for free and, and you know, provide education to people. They also donate to uh, different food banks. Um, they also try to be environmentally responsible and using like green energy and things like that. Okay. So it's more about how the corporation is run internally. Okay. Um, I can actually give you some examples tomorrow. I didn't write down the examples today. All right. But yes, uh, let's talk about the inauguration before we get into the stories. I actually did watch the inauguration. I thought it was great. Did y'all see the Cheeto? I didn't see the Cheeto leave. I was actually, I was like, where was he? But y'all, I was so happy. I felt like a big weight had been lifted off of my shoulders once that oath was, you know, was done and he was since, you know, secured in as the president. We have the first female VP, uh, first uh, VP of color. Uh, like this is a brand new day, guys. I cannot wait to see, you know, and I'm not expecting miracles from this administration, but I at least expect to see the dignity of the office of presidents and vice president, you know, restored. Okay. So we just want to say congratulations to president Joe Biden and vice president Kamala Harris. All right. But yes, let's get to it, okay? Uh, Has anybody here heard of Circle K, the chain of convenience stores called Circle K? If you have, please give me a K in the comments. If you have heard of Circle K, the convenience store chain, okay? If you have heard of Circle K, give me me a K in the comments. Mm Mm-mm-mm. All right. Um, now circle K, like I said, they're a convenience store chain. They have about 10,000 stores, uh, across North America, you know, and they're pretty well known. I don't think we have any here in my area, in the DMV area. Maybe we do in the outskirts, but, um, Margaret, you said no. Okay. But I have definitely heard of circle K. All right. I think they're usually connected with uh, gas stations and things like that. All right. Now here's the problem. Circle K's logo is, you know, <laughs> surprise, surprise. It is a circle with a K in it. I believe their colors um, are red, white, and black. But uh, Circle K is suing a cannabis company for trademark infringement. There is a medical, there is a company called Medical Marijuana Incorporated. They um, are providing marketing, consultation, and retail services, including an online store for hemp-based products. And uh, in furtherance of this uh, of, of this avenue of their business, they are trying to register a logo that is a circle with a K in it. Now, I did tons of research. I was trying to find this logo online. I kept, you know, I was doing the very best with my Google, <laughs> but uh, I could not find. Uh, medical marijuana's uh, K, a circle with a K logo. Now, I don't know if this means that they have since withdrawn their application or, you know, they're still working on it, but it's not, it's not easily found on, you know, the internet. But uh, Circle K is, is still suing Medical Marijuana Inc. because they are trying to register their own Circle K logo 
for marketing and consultation services as well as retail services, right? Now, who can tell me why Circle K has a problem with a cannabis company trying to register a, you know, the Circle K mark? They're not in the same industries. Hi, Cynthia39. Why is Circle K so upset that this, uh, that this, uh, CBD hemp, you know, medical marijuana company is trying to register their own logo that is a circle and a K. Sincere39, have you ever heard of Circle K convenience stores? Please just let me know in the comments. Give me a yes or a no, okay? So why do you think Circle K is upset that Medical Marijuana Inc. is trying to trademark uh, uh, um, their own logo of a circle with a K in it? Now, remember, the logo is referring to their marketing consultation and retail services as well as an online store who can tell me why there's a problem um yes since the 39 circle k does not want to be affiliated with marijuana all right now while we know cannabis it is being legalized from state to state i'm pretty sure we're not too far from federal legalization however cannabis is still federally illegal. So most businesses do not want to be associated with a cannabis business because that could put them in trouble, right? Circle K, they have 10,000 stores throughout North America. Not everybody's down with cannabis. So if they think that Circle K is getting into the cannabis industry, that could affect their customer base. As well, um, Medical Marijuana Inc., the hemp company, you are engaged in retail services, which also Circle K is, is, is engaged in. Now, Circle K is more of a convenience store chain, but Medical Marijuana Inc., they are also involved with, their, with an online store and retail services. So maybe there could also be some overlap in that area as well. Maybe not so, I don't think that's as much of the concern. I think Sincere39 really hit it on the nose with the fact that Circle K does not want to be associated with cannabis, at least not yet, not until, you know, it's legalized. And even if it's legalized, it may not, they may not want to associate themselves with it. Um, you know, you never know. People are weird. <laughs> okay. Um, but what do you think about Circle K? Do you think, Hi 76 Grim K, do you think they're doing too much with this trademark infringement suit? Um, do you think they should just let Medical Marijuana Inc. cook? Uh, do you think that there's a possibility of confusion between this convenience store chain and this medical marijuana company? What do you guys think about Circle K opposing Medical Marijuana Inc.'s trademark for their own Circle K? This is my celebratory juice, y'all. We did it, Joe. We did it, Joe. Um, all right. Since A39 said no, it's, they're not doing too much. I totally agree. I mean, Medical Marijuana Inc., there's so many logos in the world. Why do you want to pick a Circle K? You know there are Circle Ks everywhere. And if you're getting into retail services, that could cause, that, while there's a small chance that somebody who's looking for, you know, a Medical Marijuana Inc. is necessarily looking for a Circle K, there is... There is a, there is a possibility, you know, a small possibility of confusion. And on top of the fact, who knows, maybe Circle K's, um, maybe Circle K's, you know, owners, their shareholders, you know, maybe they, they have interests out, you know, that are opposed to cannabis. So Circle K wants to make sure that it's known that we are not involved 
in this, you know, medical marijuana business and we are opposing this trademark. Margaret Massey said, I think they have a right to be concerned. I totally agree with you, Margaret. Sincere39 said, like, Girl Scout cookies? Absolutely. The Girl Scouts of America, they came after marijuana cultivators, and they were like, don't you dare call your strains, your, um, you know, Girl Scout cookies. Because Girl Scout cookies are associated with, you know, um, I, I want to, it's the Girl Scout cookies, a Christian organization. I cannot remember. But, you know, they are dedicated to, you know, um, uh, developing, you know, morally right, upstanding young women, all that stuff. So no, they don't want to be associated with, um, cannabis. So you can't call your strains Girl Scout cookies, just like Circle K is like, look, we are a convenience store providing candy and cigarettes. Keep your marijuana away from us. Okay. All right. Okay. Moving on to our next story of the night. Um, if you have heard of Elon Musk, if you have heard of Elon Musk, please give me an E in the comments. If you have heard of Elon Musk, uh, the, the, the founder of Tesla, he's like a South African billionaire. He's very rich. Um, he's a little eccentric. Um, he has uh, a child with uh, the music star Grimes. Um, all right. Okay. Margaret Massey gave me an E since Sid 39 gave me an E, right? Now we know that Elon Musk, he appears to be a very smart man. Thank you, Olivia. He appears to be a very smart man, a very wealthy man who can, you know, take his ideas and he's the richest man in the world. I thought that was, um, what's that man's name? I thought the richest man in the world was Bezos. Let me know if I'm wrong. Um, Yes. But we know Elon Musk, they, uh, you know, he, he's always ha having new companies. He's got his company, they trying to go to space. He got Tesla. Um, and apparently, uh, Elon Musk, uh, since 839 said more, more money in Bezos or more money than Bezos. Let me know. Oh, more. Oh, wow. I did not know Elon Musk has more money than Jeff Bezos. Okay, Elon, I see you out here. All right. Anyway, uh, Elon Musk has a company called, he just passed him. Okay. Has a company called the boring company, right? Um, and this is a, a company that, uh, it's called the boring company and his company basically builds ton of freight tunnels. So, you know, underground tunnels. So you, 100, he's worth $185 billion. Elon, call me. Call me Elon, okay? We can work this out, boo. I'm just kidding. All right. But Elon Musk owns a company called The Boring Company that actually builds underground tunnels, freight tunnels, so that, you know, um, I don't know, whatever can get through. Just trying to build access across the world. He has a very technical mind. He likes to build, uh, you know, gadgets. Um, here's the problem. There is another company that is based in Nevada. He owns PayPal? Jesus. Wow. Okay. Anyway, there's another company out in Nevada that has been uh, using the name The Boring Company for over 10 years. And they themselves are a drilling company. Uh, uh, they are a, a drilling company that does trenching and hydro 
excavation for that air train thing. Okay. And hydro excavation. All right. So we have one company called the boring company that builds, you know, tunnels and freights for, I guess the air train. And then we have another one that drills trenches and does hydro excavation. Can anyone tell me why, um, the Nevada company, the boring company might be upset with Elon Musk's, the, um, boring company. Why do you think the Nevada boring company is upset with Elon Musk's boring company? Let me know what you think. Um, that's how he made his money with Thiel. I don't know who Thiel is. Since it's 39, you're going to have to come on here one day and give us a rundown on Elon Musk because you know a lot about him and I know nothing. <laughs> All right. So why do you think this Nevada company might have an issue with Elon Musk and, and his boring company? Why do y'all remember one builds tunnels and the other one drills and does hydro excavation, meaning they use water to, uh, to, to, um, you know, dig things out. Hi, better days ahead. Absolutely. Sincere 39, they are doing the same thing. When you have a trademark in an area, right? You are securing it in your industry. Think about fast food like McDonald's. There's no other McDonald's in the fast food industry. Think about technology. There's no other Apple in the technology industry, right? When two high better days ahead, when there are two, what, what, when, when you have a trademark in an industry, you're basically saying, this is my mark. This is my name. This is what represents my goods in this space, right? So you can't have two names, two, two companies with the same name because there could be so much confusion. So the Nevada boring company, they are suing Elon Musk for trademark infringement because they have been using this name for over 10 years. Now I did some, I was doing some research, you know, I did as much research as I could. Excuse me. Uh, I could not, I did not see anything, um, saying that the boring company was trademarked, but I will do some more research and come back to you guys next week. But let's just say that this Nevada company doesn't have a registered trademark, right? Is having used this name for more than 10 years, is that enough kind of um, established precedent for them to be able to um, oppose Elon Musk's trademark at the boring company? Because that's what Elon Musk is trying to do right now. Is the fact this Nevada company has been using this name for over 10 years, is that enough to overcome if they don't have a registered trademark? Is that enough to oppose Elon Musk? Have they established themselves long enough in the industry? Hmm? Now we know most times you need a registered trademark, you know, to, uh, to, um, to, 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 to sue for trademark infringement. But sometimes, depending on how big your company gets, depending on how well-known you are, depending on how much clout you have, you might be able to claim precedent. Sincere39 says 10 years, that is more than enough time that this company has been able, um, ha, um, has been able to establish themselves. So Sincere thinks that even if they don't have a registered trademark, which I have to do more research on, they should still be able to assert their rights of basically for a common law trademark. M Excuse me. Margaret is saying that they need the trademark. 
Margaret is saying, I don't care if they've been in business for 10 years. They should have had a registered trademark. Does anybody else agree with Margaret? I'm kind of on the fence with this because I, I, it makes me think about the story that we talked about yesterday with the Seattle Juvenile Jail and the Chicago um, Juvenile um, Justice Center. So, um, you know, the Juvenile Justice Center in, in Chicago, they've been in business for almost 30 years versus this prison that had been, you know, around for maybe a couple of years, right? But the, 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 the juvenile justice center didn't have a registered copyright, but they'd been in business for over 30 years. And the judge was like, look, they've been around for a while. So we at least need to hear the facts of this case. 76 Grimke said too late. Okay. You're saying it's too late for the Nevada company too late. Um, you snooze, you lose. Okay. Since 39 said they should have had a trademark. Okay. So we will, um, so this is something that we're going to have to wait and see because they're actually battling this out in, in the court right now, right? So depending on the judge, uh, one judge might think they've established themselves and one might not. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Margaret Massey said, isn't that like the Lady A story and Lady Antebellum? Yes, Margaret, I love the memory. If y'all have been watching for any period of time, you remember we talked about um, that country group. Lady Antebellum, because of the negative con connotation of the word antebellum, they tried to change their group name to Lady A, um, but they didn't realize that there was another woman who, uh, um, a black woman who had been using the, the stage name Lady A for over 20 years. Um, and they tried to, you know, settle with her. She wanted $10 million. They were like, no, ma'am. And they tried to sue her, uh, for, um, for, uh, they tried to sue her so that the court could say that both, um, musical acts could perform under the name Lady A. Um, I, I don't remember if that was resolved, but I, I think Lady A may have gotten her things, right? But it seems like the majority of you here think that, uh, think that, uh, the Nevada Boring Company should have had their trademark established. So I'm going to ask you guys, if you were the judge in this case, who are who would you, um, who would you have, uh, who would your judgment be in favor for? Would you say that the Nevada Boring Company was, um, had one, or would you um, say that Elon Musk can go ahead and trademark the Boring Company? If you were the judge in this case, who would win for you, the Nevada Boring Company or Elon Musk? Let me know what you think. What do you think? There's no right or wrong answer here. Hi, Loki7. There's no right or wrong answer because, um, okay, 76 Grimke said that she, she would rule in favor of Elon Musk. Nevada Boring Company, you did not take the proper steps to secure yourself. Sincere39 said he would rule in favor of the Nevada Company. He's saying, you know, you guys have been around for 10 years. You've put in the work. So you should be able to hold on to this name. Any other thoughts? Any other thoughts about this? Um, I think that for me, I would probably rule in favor of the Nevada Boring Company because they, not only because they've been in business for 10 years, Elon Musk is a very famous name. When I was looking for the Boring Company Nevada, I couldn't even find them because it was buried under Elon Musk information. So like 
There is, you know, Elon Musk could basically put them out of business because Elon Musk is so popular. So that's why they're fighting for their name. Um, Margaret said, I tell Nevada to get a trademark. Okay. So basically you would rule for Elon Musk. Um, okay. All right. I like how you guys think you use the analysis, my smart group. I, I love it. Okay. Anyway, we will have to wait and see what happens between Elon Musk and the Nevada Boring Company, all right? Okay, before we move on to our final story of the evening, I want to remind you that you guys are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, um, that's why you would side with them, okay, and you need some legal guidance, uh, go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free consult so we can get you on the road to, you know, entrepreneurship. Also, when you're at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, make sure that you download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less, and make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and the podcast so that you can catch up on any, on all, any and all episodes of NPL Legal Dish. We've got about 320 videos in there at this point, okay? Um, okay. Uh, yes. So, moving on to our final story of the evening, okay? Um, has anybody heard of a company called Condi Nest? Condi Nest. They are very big in the fashion world. They own a lot of brands. If you have heard of Condi Nest, C-O-N-D-E, Space N-A-S-T. Just give me a C in the comments. Margaret Messon and they will win. Okay. If you've heard of Condi Nast, please give me a C in the comments. If not, just say no. If not, just say no. So like I said, Condi Nast, they owned a lot of brands, right? And like many big brands, uh, they, they, they display their clothes. Okay, thank you guys for the nose. They, you know, like many big brands, they participate in a lot of fashion shows, including Vogue's big fashion show that they have every year, right? So, hi, cute, hi, cutie pie six. So, um, you know, Condé Nast, they're like, you know, we have all, all of these, all of these brands that, that we, you know, control and we represent, and these brands are, are being shown, they're walking the runway at the Vogue fashion show, and, you know, there, of course, there were pictures taken, and these pictures were put in an issue of Vogue. Now, Condé Nast then took some of these photos and put them on their social media and websites and said, you know, get this look. So, you know, they'd be like, oh, do you like this suit? Here, um, shop this look. It'd be on their social media, and it would be on, on their websites. And here's the thing. The models in the fashion show, not Vogue, but the models in the fashion show sued Condé Nast and said that they were violating copyrights because they were using photos of the models on their websites and that amounted to them saying that the models endorsed the brand. So what do you think about that argument? The, the, these models, about 44 of them, they walked in a fashion show for Vogue for, you know, they have many different brands that walk and the company that owns some of these brands took those photos that Vogue published and put them on their website. And the and the model said, well, you didn't ask our permission to use these pictures, and you're basically saying that, that you know, we endorse these brands. 
What do you think about that argument? Okay. What do you think about that? Do you think the models have a credible argument about this? That, hey, you took a picture of us while we were at work and you used it on your website? What do you think about that? Okay. Because personally, I, I don't agree with the models. Um, you know, you get paid to walk in the show. When you are walking in a fashion show, you don't usually have any rights unless it's in your contract to any of the photos that, that are produced there, right? Um, uh, unless there's some type of rights sharing agreement, which usually there isn't. But what, what do you think about here? 76 Grimkate said they should be given credit. Sincere 39 said, so it's not the photographer this time? No, it's not. Um, Margaret Massey said, oh no, here we go again with the photos. I agree with the models. Okay. Y'all, okay, so some of you guys agree with the models and some of you guys think that they are reaching, right? Okay, so let's put it here. So I have a friend of mine who owns um, a clothing line, right? And they put on a fashion show every year. So let's say, you know, um, they have their fashion show and the models are walking in the show. And then this fashion line they take those pictures and then they put them on their social media and their website and they say, shop this look. And then the models from that fashion sh show sue my friend's clothing line for, uh, you know, copyright infringement because they didn't get their permission to use their pictures on websites and social media. Now that I put it in that context, does that change anybody's view? Does that change anybody's view of what's going on? Because I personally think that the models are reaching. This is your job. Your job is to show off the clothes. You're not a representative for the brand. They, pray, they, they paid you to wear these clothes and just walk them down the runway. They didn't say, put up a sign and say, you know, I only shop with da 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 Okay. Margaret Massey said, okay, I go with the clothing line. Um, Sincere39 said the models are paid to model. Absolutely. It's very rare for a model in a photo shoot to be able to use um, photos in the shoot outside of maybe adding it to their portfolio, right? Um, so the models, they sued for copyright infringement and they lost. The judge basically said, girl, you got paid to go and do a job. Nobody gave you rights to the photos. So what happens to the photos after is none of your business. On top of the fact that uh, the um, Condé Nast did not, you know, they didn't say, oh, you know, old girl is, you know, a brand ambassador for us. It just said, hey, do you like this outfit? Here's where you can buy it, okay? Uh, Margaret Massey said, because the models got paid. Absolutely, they got paid, right? All right, so uh, so so the judge did not side with the models. They actually sided with Condé Nast. And I, and I think it was the right decision because models, you've already been paid. You've already done your job. After that, you, you don't have any rights to what's happening after unless there's something in your contract that gives you rights to the photos, okay? All right. So uh, those were the stories that I had for you tonight. This show actually ran a little bit longer than I thought it would have. Um, as we close down for the night, if you have any questions related to business formation, we've got about five minutes. You can get them in now. Any questions on registering your business, EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, contracts, brand protection strategies, hiring policies, this is the time to ask. While you do that, we want to congratulate again, uh, President Biden and Vice President Harris for, you know, bringing back dignity. 
to the United States. Take another sip for them. Um, yes, uh, make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel to catch up on any episodes that you've missed. Uh, I have something cool coming out on the podcast on Friday. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. As well, um, if you are on Clubhouse and you would like to collaborate with me on being a moderator for a room to broadcast this show on Clubhouse, you know, DM me because I'm really excited to uh, take this show to that platform. I think it's really going to elevate this show a lot. But I want to thank you guys for your participation. I want to thank you for your energy. I want to thank you for your questions and your and, and your humor. You guys make this show so exciting to do. I can't wait to get on here and talk to you guys. Make sure that you're booking your one-on-ones. Uh, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Uh, yeah. So, you know, just check your girl out. You know, I can't wait to work with y'all. It's 2021. It's a new year. We got a new administration. Let's get to the money. Margaret Massey said they have to learn to negotiate better since doing business nowadays is changing. Absolutely, Margaret. Um, you know, I think that as time goes on, copyright and trademark law, they're going to have to, particularly copyright law, I think is going to have to go undergo a lot of changes, a lot of modifications, just because when copyright law was established, we didn't have all of this technology. We didn't have all of these platforms, you know, where things can get messy. So, I definitely think that copyright law will be changing in the near future, okay? But if you lovelies do not have any more questions, uh, we will end it here for tonight. Uh, Again, this is Wednesday, so this is the last show for this week. We will be back on Monday. Uh, Make sure you're following me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and Clubhouse at sweet underscore tally um, as well. What else do I have to say to you? Uh, Stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, social distance. Y'all know um, Uncle Joe about to shut this down in a few days. So go to the grocery store, get what you need, okay? All right, so that is where I'm going to leave you guys. Uh, You know, I'll I'll be online posting in my story, so check those. And have a great evening. Bye-bye.